Hello everyone and thank you again for joining me at Encouraged Heart. The first Bible study that I'd like to share with you is called Living Victoriously in Difficult Times. This is a 40-minute Bible study published by Precept Ministries International. And it's a six-week six Bible study and there's no homework. It's something that um, we can certainly work through together. And even though it's six week, it may take us a little bit longer because I do want to focus on key scriptures each session. Each session will be about 15 to 20 minutes. And so um, again, we'll go ahead and get started. You can purchase the book at Precept Ministry, Precept Ministries and um, the book is about seven or eight dollars. You can certainly find it a little bit cheaper on amazon.com but if you go directly to precept.org you'll be able to find it again the title of the book is living victoriously in difficult times and i will have a picture of it on the podcast channel as well again um, i would love for you to join me over the next six weeks or so again the focus is for us to look at what the bible says about suffering and why God allows it through the stories of many who persevere through times of testing along with hope-filled verses you will discover how to find joy even when life seems unfair you'll also learn how to glorify God and walk in his strength no matter what comes your way I'm going to also read um, what's in the introduction what I just read was on the back cover of the book and if you don't have a book today then feel free just to listen to the introduction and also just grab your Bible and a pencil and you can certainly listen in take notes whatever you feel most comfortable doing so the intro that's written by Precept Ministries is as follows living victoriously in difficult times have you ever felt overwhelmed by your circumstances, believing no one else has ever suffered in the same way? Did it seem as if no one could possibly understand your pain? Do you wonder why life so often seems unfair? Some people seem to get everything they want and never have any real problems, while others seem to struggle all of their lives. Facing one challenge after another, some seem to get away with inflicting pain on the innocent without experiencing any punishment in return. Has God turned his back on his children who are suffering, or is there purpose in the pain? How can we face the injustices and suffering of this world while clinging to faith in an all-powerful God? These questions and more will be addressed in our six-week inductive study as we gain a biblical understanding of God's perspective of our struggles. You will discover how to respond when you find yourself in the midst of difficult challenges, and you'll find hope for enduring faithfully to the end. And one thing I do want to call out your attention to is the word inductive study. The inductive Bible study involves three skills. 
primarily, um, which are observation, interpretation, and application of the scriptures. Um, as far as observation, um, many times you're asking yourself five basic questions. Um, who is the passage um, about? Who's, who has written it, number one? Um, what, um, asking yourself what is the main idea or the main point of the passage? Um, when is another question? Um, when is this um, happening? Or is it, um, what's the time period? Is it, has it happened already? Is it prophecy? Um, for example, will it happen? When will it happen? Um, where is this happening? Um, um, the, the geographical location could be one example of where. Um, why? Why is the person who is speaking, who has written um, the scripture, um, what is he trying to say? Um, what is he trying to communicate to the to the audience or to the recipients or to us, of course? Um, also, how was um, something accomplished or how should we, we respond? How did the people respond to what was said in the scripture? Um, and we can talk more detail about the inductive study, but those are some basic questions to ask yourself um, as far as observation. Um, and it also will lead us into better interpretation of scripture. And most importantly, um, the Bible says to be doers of the word, not just hearers of the word. So we need to apply as a Lord, um, you know, God says and give us understanding of the word. So um, these are some important questions to ask. Uh, we'll be asking ourselves as we um, dive into the word of God. So again, we are looking um, for the next number of weeks, six weeks or so at the Bible study, living victoriously in difficult times. So again, if you do not have the book, you can just feel free to listen in and um, pause when I come up to a discussion question. If, if you're gathering around with a, a neighbor or friend, family member, or by yourself, you can certainly pause the podcast and and just kind of think about the questions and perhaps try to answer them. You can certainly send me an email um, where you can share your responses. Um, you may have additional um, thoughts about the um, discussion questions or the passages as well. So, so again, in um, the Bible study is divided into weeks. Um, first is week one, and again. Um, the studies typically would take um, about 40 minutes or so. Um, I'm just going to take my time. It may take me in total 60 minutes. It won't be one full episode of 60 minutes. I'll, you know, um, deliver it into small bites, maybe 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, but let's go ahead and get started. For week one, it says, once we entrust our lives to God, are we exempt from the pain and difficulties of life? Does our relationship with him provide protection against suffering? We will begin this week's study by looking at a group of people whose circumstances shed light on these questions. So if you have your Bibles handy, please turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. So we're going to do an observation. Um to see what this passage is about. Um, it says the passage will be 
we'll be reading was written by the Apostle Paul to the church at Thessalonica. Again, we're looking at 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. Now, one of the things that we're going to do um, as we are going through the Word of God inductively, we're going to make markings, which is kind of unusual. But m many times um, when you look at inductive studies, um, the author, the publisher will ask you to make notations. It's kind of like when, when you were a child learning how to read, your teacher would have told you to maybe highlight keywords and phrases. That's pretty much what we're doing here. So um, I'm going to read the instructions from the book. It'll tell you to underline or circle or make some other notations. So if you can do that in your Bible or if you have the book, that would even be better. So um, we're going to read Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5 to start with. And every time you see the word you or your, please circle it. Again, if you see the word you or your, please circle it. Verse 3, we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brethren, as is only fitting because your faith is greatly enlarged and the love of each one of you toward one another grows ever greater. So in verse 3, you should have circled um, you, your, and you again. So we ought always to give thanks to God for you, circle that, brethren, as is only fitting because your faith is greatly enlarged. So circle your, and the love of each one of you toward one another grows ever greater. And that lasts you. Verse 4, therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you, circle, among the churches of God for your, circle, perseverance and faith in the midst of all your, circle, persecutions and afflictions which you endure. Again, let me just read that. Therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you among the churches of God for your perseverance and faith in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. It may be also helpful um, when you circle, you may want to, or make any other mark that's asked or required, if you can also say the word out loud just as a reinforcement. Looking at verse 5 now, this is a plain indication of God's righteous judgment so that you will be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which indeed you are suffering. Okay, so there's a lot there only in these three scriptures here. The discussion question starts off with, what did you learn from marking references to the recipients of Paul's letter? And also, how would you characterize their relationship with God? What was happening to them? So the first question, what did you learn from marking references to the recipients of Paul's letter? Um, we know that Paul was giving thanks to them. Um, he, he refers to them as brethren, so they're fe fellow believers. Um, he talks about their love and their great faith, their love for one another. Okay, there are several things there. Um, we know that um, they've persevered um, in spite of persecution and affliction, okay? And um, they are enduring right now, okay? 
also, it says, how would you characterize their relationship with God? Um, well, it seems to me that based on what Paul has said about them, um, they rely on the Lord tremendously. Um, their trust and hope and faith is in God. And it says what's happening to them. Um, they're suffering great persecution, affliction um, right now. Okay, so that those were the first several questions. The next is how were they responding to their circumstances? Um, if I can put that in a nutshell, it talked about basically that they remained steadfast because of their um, trust in the Lord. It, one of the key words that he mentioned that they endured, if you look at the bottom of verse 4, um, the last part of that, it says here, let me just go ahead and read the whole scripture. Verse 4, therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you among the churches of God for your perseverance and faith in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. So clearly, um, you know, they were having a difficult time um, be because they were proclaiming the gospel and um, they were persecuted for that. And we, and of course, we see that. In present day as well, but um, nevertheless, they put their trust in the Lord. The other um, piece of information that um, is really helpful that is also found in week one is a is an insight. An insight is additional um, information that the precept ministries writers um, included. So I'm going to go ahead and read that. It says, the New Testament was originally written in the Greek language. The Greek work translated as perseverance in 2 Thessalonians 1.4 is a Greek word. I'll spell that for you, then I'll try to pronounce it. H-U-P-O-M-O-N-E. That's H-U-P-O-M-O-N-E. Hupomen, which means patience or endurance in difficult circumstances. This word indicates the Thessalonians were not surrendering to their circumstances, nor were they running away to get out of the situation. The Greek word translated as faith in verse 4 means to believe, to be fully persuaded. In this context, it shows that their faith and trust was in God, who enabled them to accept their circumstances and cope with these trials. Also, in verse 4, the Greek word translated as endured is aneko, and I'll spell that, A-N-E-C-H-O, aneko, which means to patiently wait. God gives the believer inner strength to enable him to be steadfast, to patiently wait in the midst of difficult circumstances. Um. Also, there are additional questions regarding the insight information that I just read to you. It says, what additional insights did you gain from the definitions of these words regarding the responses of the Thessalonians to their circumstances? Well, again, um, one of the key words they mentioned they focused on was perseverance, which means you're not surrendering. Um, the Thessalonians, they were not running away. They weren't, it doesn't say here that they were praying for the Lord to, to stop it. Um, 
there's no evidence that they were praying against their enemies. So it's something for us to think about. Um, the next one, it says, next question, it says, according to these definitions, what enabled the Thessalonian believers to cope with their situation? Um, it talks about that God gives um, the believers, meaning us, inner strength to be steadfast. So what they experienced, certainly they could not do their, themselves. They had to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit um, to that indwells within all believers to really be that strength for them. The next question, how does your standard response in difficult situations compare with that of the Thessalonians? If Paul were describing your faith, in what ways would his description differ from or be similar to the passage in 2 Thessalonians? Wow. Um, it seems like the Thessalonians um, were an example to us, and they are examples to us as far as how we should respond to suffering and persecution. As very often, as I mentioned a minute ago, sometimes we may be prone or we have a desire to pray, Lord, please get me out of the situation. Well, it seems like they were not running away, not praying, trying to pray it away, but they were just, um, you know, probably together collectively praying together for the strength and for the Lord to, for God's will to be done. So, um, yeah, I have a ways to go. So we need to pray for one another that we continue to look to the Lord for help in time of need and time of suffering. Well, I'm going to end it right here today. Um, as I mentioned, um, this Bible study, um, the entire week's lesson should take about 40 minutes, a little bit more, but I'm just going to take my time and we're just going to look at um, a key passage each time. So again, each of um, the sessions will be about um, 15 minutes or so, because I think with the word of God, um, for me anyway, I just like to take my time and just focus on two or three scriptures. So until we meet again, you may want to reread the key passage here, which is 2 Thessalonians 1, verses 3 through 5. I pray that this was edifying to you, and um, I just um, thank the Lord for you. Thank you for stopping by. Please feel free to share. You may feel free to also email me comments. Um regarding what you just heard, you can email me at anencouragedheart at gmail.com. Once again, that's anencouragedheart at gmail.com. God bless you and have a great day.